So what were they really afraid of with Trump? They were afraid he wouldn't do this. That's what they were afraid of. They were afraid he wouldn't go along with them. Because he didn't come up in the Republican farm team. He didn't come up in the organization. He didn't have groomers, Trump. Trump didn't have donors for his whole life like everybody else. He was a donor. So he didn't owe favors like everybody else. They couldn't control him like they could control everybody. So what they did was they concocted Russiagate, red-baited him for four straight years, and impeached him twice because he didn't have his mind right. So if you were the anti-war person, you should have voted for Trump and the Republicans. That's what this means. If you're pro-war, you vote for Joe Biden and the Democrats. I was That's trying to save abortion. That's why I voted for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Um, you just saw this clip that's been surfacing on, on Twitter that people are using to say, well, Jimmy Dore is now officially telling people to vote Republican. But I think I went and listened to the two videos that this clip looked like it would be from, although I couldn't find the clip exactly. But listening to what Jimmy Dore says in those videos with For a Aaron Mate and in general, I think, you know, it's definitely taken out context and that's not what he means. So we're going to discuss that later, Sam, unless you really want to get in something right now. But we're going no, to get no, to I that. No, no, I just took, I had one question and one, for, for a second I thought it's from Trump era because of the way he was talking. Just, no, but I uh, thought for a second in yeah. the beginning, uh, I realized it wasn't, but then yeah. for a second, I thought it was during Trump era. Secondly, do, is it going like, is it becoming what, the, is it uh, trending on Twitter? Is it that, like that? Is it like people are sharing it, something like that? I mean, I don't know. You're asking questions. I don't know what you mean by that, but some accounts oh. have posted it. Jordan Chariton has okay. posted it. The Vanguard has posted it. So oh, I mean, okay. that's the I know. But okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spar and Ball. Hope you're having a decent day. As always, just I'm joined basic by facts. my country. Just trying to establish basic <laughs> It's not contrary. You, know, you tried to, to establish <laughs> pointless basic, basic facts. <laughs> because of you now, anytime I bring tweets, I need to make sure I cut out any word that's there that I don't want to talk about because you're going to fixate on like that one word that has like nothing to do with my point. So I just have to be so careful to just cut all the fat. But okay, here's Twitter. a question. What is a Twitter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was when Twitter was created, by the way? <laughs> the fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Please like and subscribe. And here's a quick rundown as today's show. We're gonna start with a little chit chat. Then we're gonna do a few tweets. Not tweet related to this one. I just talked about some other progressive tweets. Some fun ones. Then Sam has a little response. Someone has left a comment that Sam would like to address. We're going to do that. Then we're going to get into Iran-U.S. relations. There's been rising tensions, although the Iran nuclear deal could happen. And there's also been some things happening domestically in Iran that Sam is going to tell us about. We're going to then stick to the U.S., Roe v. Wade, 40 billion aid to Ukraine and all of that. Use that to transition to Russia NATO, this ridiculous war game that a few people have covered, uh, including the useful idiots. We're going to touch on that. And then we'll wrap up with two fun stories, one being Jimmy Dore and the other one, Tucker Carlson. So I think that's a good rundown, huh, Sam? Are you, did you want to say something? Should we move on to the chit-chat and you can have your say there? No, no, wait, wait. <laughs> I know. Don't tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, but the, I just wanted to tease. I just wanted to tease. The egg makes uh, uh, another appearance. And oh, really? really? 
good. Yeah, the egg is doing really good work doing for once and um and um not good but you know better than usual uh, and uh what oh maybe he's become uh, a free was, range that egg it, now. <laughs> he's yeah, become a yeah, free, yeah, range free range egg now it's helped his brain develop a little bit get some air you know yeah, i didn't feel any wind in like two years kept in a room <laughs> in cnn <laughs> in the janitor's room kept in a fridge <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's been allowed to roll around on the grass for like five minutes <laughs> but yeah, that was it that was it yeah i better not say too much i can't believe within the first two minutes of our podcast you told me to fuck no. off. <laughs> i was just it's more in my head <laughs> it was hypothetical okay. speaking of hypothetical and hearsay and objection and all this so we're not making so now we officially entered the chit chat phase of the oh, podcast right. so i'm not sure if we're going to do now. another <laughs> Johnny Depp Amber Heard video but any any funny things you want to bring up I mean you heard my latest take which is I'm convinced Amber Heard's lawyer is trying to jeopardize or like lose the case because this lady guys if you haven't seen it Amber Heard's lawyer uh, she's like examining she's direct examining Amber redirecting. Heard redirecting <laughs> which is her talking to Amber Heard and what she does is that she brings up this video that Johnny Depp has done and she mocks Johnny Depp's voice like literally like speaks as if she's Johnny Depp like trying to act as I mean I don't know if other people think how go, ridiculous this is in a court of law but I mean that should be enough to flip one of the juries to Johnny Depp's side if you ask me people don't like that kind of shit she literally goes yeah she literally goes uh, Johnny Depp tell Johnny Depp tells you I'm not gonna look at yeah. you. <laughs> she's like, she's not even doing like a, you know, improve. She's doing funny impression. Like, oh, yeah. it's so f- weird. I mean, it was the weird, uh, according to, again, I'm just referencing people who have real yeah. experience. But yeah, it was a very odd day yeah. at a court. I mean, the her whole cross-examination was so weird. And then redirect was pretty short, but weird. And I, 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 catch the little bit of the uh, the witnesses they talk to i think they talked to two or one but one yeah, of I them was, the one yeah. of them i didn't see the thing but god is not uh, god is not a you know he's not <laughs> even handed in his like i mean look um some people are not blessed in you know in facial features <laughs> let's say or like just like it, a man. He looked creepy. I'm sorry. What was he? he when like, who was he? He was a friend of. I mean, that was the thing. He was a friend of Amber Heard, and all I could see from him was like saying that Johnny would say shit about Amber Heard, and he would. Why the whole? I don't know. I don't believe him. By the way, I just. I. I mean, I'm sorry, but at this point, it's just I don't. Maybe later I would. Maybe they bring in more witnesses. Yeah. But he was so. Uh, he was, they were there, you know, pushing this idea that the monster existed, like mm-hmm. as if uh, Johnny Depp was like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like whenever he would take drugs, like he would turn to different. Uh, and yeah, the mon- and Johnny would say the monster would. I mean, look, these are theater kids. They could be talking like <laughs> this, you know, like they're they're crazy. So it is possible, but I just, it sounds very weird to me the way they talk about the monster and all that. And he looked so creepy that <laughs> it was like, could you not find someone who's not 
Like, it doesn't look like every actor who's played yeah. a pedophiliac like, killer in a TV show. <laughs> like, well, I mean, there are like rumors and like speculations, or maybe it's the truth that Amber Heard is perhaps not even friends with the people that she was really close with during that time. And she kept on texting like her friend and uh, Rachel uh, Pennington or something like, you know, they're saying that maybe there's because she kept on saying my best friend like then kind of thing you know they're saying that maybe oh i see she's not friends but with some of these people anymore well the 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 guy who was the agent of johnny Depp and at some point was working for amber heard was 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 introduced as a mutual friend of the mm-hmm. time but not anymore a friend <laughs> of her yeah so yeah i i frankly after having seen especially the last two days of testimony which emily baker as a legal expert was saying until then she still had a really reasonable chance of like winning the case but with this testimony she's pretty much like she was saying like 80 percent she's gonna lose or something and yeah having seen these two days i don't think she's ever had a friend really (laughs) she's she's had i think she's had people around her who she regards as steps to next levels but i don't know if she's ever i mean um this is it was like well, literally everybody's wrong. Doctors are lying. Her lawyer, her past lawyers made mistakes. Her current lawyers are making mistakes. That I agree. <laughs> Every well, that that part. Right? Everybody, it's just her. She's the only innocent person in her whole life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, one or two things actually. But one she related. Man, the whole thing about I, I, I survived this man. I know. Like, I said. I swear to God, I know people from Afghanistan. They don't talk about like <laughs> Afghanistani war like this. Like, you know, we, yeah, it was a war. We survived. Yeah. It was tough. Nobody go, oh, I survived. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Chill the fuck out, man. But man, speaking <laughs> of friends, that was so funny. So like she says that the elevator part, she she got told James Franco to come because oh, James, you know, yeah, she yeah. had exhausted all her support <laughs> around her, meaning everybody was like, according to her, everybody was like fed up with her. So she got James Franco to come like consult her as a friend i'm pretty sure james franco didn't get that memo (laughs) i don't know much about the guy uh you know i hope he lives a good life and everything but wasn't there a a thing where he was like exactly wasn't there a thing where he was like you know kind i mean i don't know much about it so i don't want to say it but you know he was accused of more or less grooming i believe so maybe it wasn't even true you know with this girl on twitter he commented yeah yeah there was like this thing oh, yeah, I, like, I forgot so about it's that. very yeah, small right, forget yeah. about that no so, no no know, he but... recently oh yeah recently last year he's been accused of violence throughout his career and a couple of them are really good comedian actresses which i so i i don't know why but i have a soft spot for if a comedian comes up <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. comedians don't seem like a cr- cry babies like some people i don't want to but yeah i mean by the way if yeah, anybody james needs franco cons- being as a friend <laughs> yeah if anybody needs consulting hit me up like yeah, amber <laughs> wants to talk to you uh, I'm a, I'm a, you wanna, I'll fly. You, have you exhausted all your friends <laughs> we can meet in the middle we meet in turkey <laughs> iranian style iranian arranged marriage style i know it I, this is reverse though. It's usually you know a good Iranian girl from Iran, yeah. and the man is uh, this is reverse. Like we know a good Iranian boy, good at consulting when you well, have exhausted all your friends. Jesus, man. Jesus. And your final word for me. So then you can tell me what you think. 
Um, one thing based on the first thing where the okay, lawyer so. made fun of um, Johnny Depp's, like, you know, mocked them. I think she had like a lapse of concentration. And I, I doubt if she had prepared that in advance and she was like, yeah, when it comes to his turn, I'm going to mock Johnny Depp's voice. Then I think even less. But sticking Did to this Elaine lawyer, how is the judge looks? I mean, how is the judge not super fed up with her? Like she's breaking the rules and the laws nonstop like every two minutes they're asking her to come you know that's to yeah, the stand. I, like is, isn't there like I, you know after a while don't you get some other kind of punishment she doesn't ask like out of every three questions <coughs> two of them are like you know they don't follow the rules of the court or whatever it is no i mean there's there's one moment in the first day that in i think like two minutes she gets objected uh, and most of them get sustained in two eight times this one, there was like 100 objections in like 10 minutes. It was ridiculous. But, um, and they got sustained, most of them. The thing is, though, I mean, that's, I don't understand. And a couple of people mentioned that to Emily D. Baker, but she didn't really expand on it. So that I really like to know. But she did at some point say, if judge, she was saying that when judge is calling her to come to the bar or to the bench, sorry, uh, she's uh, probably rep- been very tough on her when we can't hear them. And, uh, uh, and she said she, she has the ability to cut her time. But yeah, I, I, again, like, yeah, if, that's why I don't know if she was intentionally throwing Amber Heard's case because, man, it's just, it looks like a, her table is full of papers, all that. She's always like, uh, 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 or uh, please, please let me try. Uh, uh, because, you know, you, you yeah. sort of, you, you get sometimes judge allows you to try again a question or something. Which is and funny. then it's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. I agree with you. I just, I don't know. I hope the judge really, this does feel, even though I really so far, I think this judge is great, especially compared to the British judge. Yeah. And by the way, the British court in general, I don't, did you see the videos from the British court? Uh, no, no. They were shown. There is bits. Some of them were shown in the court, but then there is ones online. And the ones online, man, like in the British court, it's not like the American one when they're respectful and all that. The British court is like, uh, they ask Amber Heard, did you do that? And she, and then as soon as they say, did you do that? The British, like the lawyers are like, you don't have to answer that. Uh, you answer that you're happy, okay? Don't don't feel forced, okay? And then she, as really? soon as she says something, and uh, they're like, "That's not our question." She asked and answered. Stop harassing her. Stop harassing. It's the weirdest. I didn't think. I mean, it's a disposition. Is a disposition? No, deposition. Mm-hmm. What is? What, what is deposition. I've heard that word, deposition. although I don't know yeah, which deposition. one is what. So, <laughs> I think deposition they're both words. What the... you have towards them. Deposition. Yeah, deposition is uh, is different from trial, but uh, still, I was very surprised at how sort of colloquial the whole thing was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Elaine. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah, I mean seriously, I, I couldn't believe like the mocking one. I couldn't believe, but. Okay, let's um let's move on. I mean, I can tell you a little bit what I'll be up to this weekend and stuff, but we also have the Batman right. movie that we can talk a bit if you want. No, so. let's start with what you've been up to or what you're gonna get up to, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So we're recording this podcast a bit earlier because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going to France tomorrow on Thursday evening. 
by car. So it's my wife's birthday and my sister's, I think, birthday, both of them coming up. So got a place with a few friends. So driving down to France should be good. It's really hot there already. So it's like already 30 degrees there. So summer nice. weather. The only thing that I'm, it's a four hour drive though. Going to a to coastal town? Like seaside? Yes, I mean? definitely by the sea. Uh-huh. Although I never go in the sea, so I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't like yeah. swimming too Why much. Are... I lo- oh, okay. Yeah. I know it's yeah. great exercise and everything. I hate the sea, that. though. Yeah. I must say, I hate the smell of the sea. I and I lived smell, by the sea but... for years. It's like, I don't know. I, I like mountain towns. So I never like Too, too humid as well. Yeah, I Fucking get a Dubai, bit man. bored, too. <laughs> well, I mean, that place yeah. doesn't have it. I mean... It that has place a is sea, awful. But nobody, Matt, nobody have you uses... been to? Did you ever go to the water? I did in the Gulf. Like once when I was a kid at some point. Did you? Do you rem- it's so weird because in the Persian side, it's clear. It's clearer mm. than the Caribbean and all that. You really? See, like your feet? Yeah, it's amazing. Quiche Island and all. Oh yeah, and true. The, Quiche is very nice the, and clean. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, on the Dubai side, it's salty as fuck. Yeah. You get in and it's like you can't move you up ground <laughs> within two minutes. It's weird. Sorry about it. Yeah. No, no, no. Nothing. Yeah. But so that's so we, good. Yeah. It's just a four-hour drive. I wish it was a two to three hour drive, but three hour four is like uh, trains or something like that. No, no, definitely not there. No, no. I mean there would, but you'd have to go train and switch. If not, France has ah. you know the best trains. Um yeah, yeah, I've heard. I mean, in the Western world, at least <laughs> in China, I've heard they have like trains within trains within. <laughs> no, I think yeah, France yeah. even is uh, more renowned for his for his trains and its fast speed trains that it has. It's not just like two. What lanes are also. your? It's all over. What the are the criteria that you? <laughs> How many number of people price of? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't have more information. But that's kind of my week. Nothing else um, special than just. Doing our usual. Are you gonna have a? Do you guys have anything planned for the birthday night or anything like a dinner or? No, nothing oh. special. I just I'm excited that there's a barbecue there because it's a house and I love barbecue in Jerusalem. So I'll bring my vegan barbecue stuff and everything. So that's yeah no that's pretty much. That is so sad. I must. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like the vegan part. No man, it's so it's good. Like the whole part. The whole part of barbecue is about. You know, frying uh, some innocent animals' <laughs> flesh. You know, that's the whole main point. <laughs> no, barbecue is so much fun, including with vegan stuff. Mm-hmm. But how about Matt, you? I mean, do you use coal, by the way, in their barbecues or well, like Iran or no? I mean, this one I already gas. checked in advance. It's gas, but yeah. um, I, I like coal too. But what I hate is that, coal like, is you know, best. I don't coal have my best. own barbecue, right? Because living in live in an apartment so every time i get to barbecue is like every now and then this house this place is this person's house or this other place that we go and i like i always mess up because i don't know that barbecue you know you need to like the cook system, what yeah. know. So i'm always pissed off i'm like give me two more attempts okay. i'm never good at <laughs> can you invite me again <laughs> is that possible? no or... can we throw all right. this food out <laughs> and i do it again <laughs> no but, but no balcony in your place we do a small balcony but i don't see anybody near us barbecuing so i don't think you're allowed to even have a small one. Oh, all right allowed what the fuck 
I mean, that's, you know, the smoke so will go into the next person's house. I know, but that, yeah, that's so weird as an Iranian because in Iran, we don't have that rule that they have in Europe. Like, you have you make the slightest change to your home, you have to check with every single neighbor on the street to see if they're okay with the color changes to your internal walls or something. In Iran, you can literally, like, build six extra floors <laughs> nobody can say shit you can build like a roof garden over somebody's house like, it's like come on man you're, showering. <laughs> you're in my house <laughs> put a window through my car like, so you put a camera through my window this is not right <laughs> it's so weird but um yeah I, no i know what you mean but yeah i like barbecues man they're fun but cold barbecue is just the taste is mm. and it's just a yeah, different thing for sure it's unbelievably different the I don't smell know and the taste and everything yeah it's just the poison <laughs> of carbohydrates it just adds something i don't know what but it's amazing <laughs> like it's if i'm gonna have a barbecue i always go for you know if i'm going to get dirty and all that shit might as well get something you know yeah worth value true true but iranian barbecue is interesting because it, it they make kebab but iranians eat kebab a little bit differently than in arab countries and in turkish countries in turkey they do everything Turkey's but in arab similar. country yeah in arab countries they do a lot like you know they just eat the meat or they eat the meat with rice and sorry not with yeah. rice with bread sorry my bad but in they iran don't eat kebab they 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 really in arab countries i feel it's more mostly roasting mm-hmm. while kebab is more grilling i feel that's how why we you know you get more like uh, a whole chicken in like arab countries or yeah. a whole uh, like baby lamb baby baby lamb I mean, yeah. like a tiny lamb yeah <laughs> so i i don't know but but i mean it is yeah no, but, the kebab yeah, tradition but, in iran is a bit different and then the rice comes into play too which is that yeah. that is quite iranian in turkey they say. don't go as crazy with the rice thing mm-hmm. as much i mean in iran to be honest when they do barbecues though a lot of times it's mostly bread because it's easier to oh, sit really? outside okay you again know? my again i'm outdated i guess back in the day back, no, was... because we were, no because we were like we were having family barbecues yeah, when true. you have family barbecues it's like there is a mom to make the rice you know <laughs> <laughs> don't be sexist but, uh, or uh, it's uh, or, a, or, a, or, a, or a very very good father very <laughs> very, very good equally minded uh, non-sexist father but the rice it's it's just putting it's not even it's not that it's literally putting tuck. <laughs> that, that's how you cook rice <laughs> no and iran they make such a no they, that's how i cook rice but i feel like in like some people make it so complicated and then sometimes they make the tadik though which is amazing that requires an I extra step amazing. of putting not really so, uh, you but, have to do it slower and just add more oil but but don't the bread though you put the bread to or the potatoes oh, that the tadik? yeah the, oh yeah that good, tadik? Uh, yeah. Or, or that tadik is come on i thought you mean rice the normal rice tadik. okay all right calm down buddy that is a switch you say okay can we stop this i need to order some. <laughs> i can't do this you have a book Man, on when tadik? they put the bread what's tadik the, in english tadik is tadik it's like it's fried rice i guess yeah right it's delicious yeah, i'm sure like 50 percent of our viewers have I come across it i cannot believe but... we haven't capitalized on this why there is no like tadic mcdonald's in everywhere in every but, fucking capital how have we not capitalized on this but this only in iran crazy. have they started doing fun stuff like this now i see on instagram 
and like you go oh, to man, these restaurants so and stuff and like they like specialize they in tiny, making tadig and like yeah give it with you man yeah. oh they i mean talking of a specialist tadigs even since we were a kid when they add uh, yogurt to the tadig mm. and that and saffron oh my <laughs> it's, yeah and yeah but the potato tadig and The best is my mom makes this potato <laughs> tadig, with, but it's not rice tadig, uh, bolognese. Oh, bolognese. okay, I've seen it, she yeah. Turns, yeah she, so spaghetti, with spaghetti, she yeah, turns, yeah, in Iran, they do, yeah, especially spaghetti. with leftover spaghetti at times too. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, or right. yeah, we have to stop this podcast now. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> okay, do you have anything fun to mention about this week? If not, let's talk a little bit Batman if you want. um yeah i went again a lot of sauna and ex- now as you know in my house in the apartment i have a swimming pool and all that so i'm going crazy and man it's really like yeah i didn't think swimming would make you so tired but it does oh like, yeah for sure no it's a great sport yeah i forgot because when you do it, it's one of those especially kind of like horse riding when you do it you don't feel them but then mm. next day and shit it's like everything hurts i can't because i haven't exercised for like five years or so, so no, you know no. it's like you've uh, been doing decent exercising and stretching and stuff. yeah yeah mostly uh mostly calisthenics but yeah but, but you know but it's fun now but it's getting sunny and warm so i'm thinking of going to the rooftop and just doing some yoga and shit that's gonna be fun i love it i love when in sun you sweat i sweat like a pig pretty mm-hmm. much so yeah, it's gonna be fun that that was about it so nothing much nice nice do you want to talk a little bit batman right now or yeah yeah so you finally watched batman and yeah, what did you think do we go to oh let's start with the good Let, let's be positive at first right Let, sure. let's start uh with the good i i was um i was being entertained i was liking it the videography and you Be know i like videography okay. <laughs> all right <laughs> and you know i love like videography and filming and they were amazing in cinematography in it. cinematography way. yeah they were amazing <laughs> in it like so many of those shots video. <laughs> where they would show like the person and then the second angle would be like that person's reflection in the rain and then like the third angle was like his reflection through something else or something else so a lot of stuff like that uh So in that sense, it was really good. I mean, you know, but then like the storyline and stuff, and I watched in two and three, like, you know, I broke it down. So, you know, the storyline, I'm not pretending that I followed 100% well. So what I could be saying is a mistake. But it felt like with Alfred, the Alfred was, by the way, different in this movie. He wasn't only a butler. I know in the other movies, they don't show him only being a butler, but he only does butler stuff. But in, in this in movie, he comics, actually had his own butler. Or, I mean, there was, <laughs> there was like, another maid and other people working in the house. Well, in the comics and all, in, even in the movies, it is always implied that he was this agent, like, yeah. a secret agent and stuff. In this one, like, the comics, he's younger. In the comics, he's not as old as in the movies. He's usually, like, a, like a, not a grandpa figure, like a dad figure. So in this one, I it's, think yeah. Andy Serkis is like more younger. Yeah. So that was good. And speaking of young, I really enjoyed the young Batman. And and this one was really mm. cool. They did something in the when he first took off his mask and stuff. He had like all like the black yeah, yeah. stuff here. That was really realistic. And yeah, that, that was, was a big deal in the trailer. They mm. because they always do that. There is a famous scene in Batman Begins, and I think there is one in 
the original Batman 1989 that they literally you can like there is a shot of them you can see they have that then they take off the mask and then they don't and it's so weird so I yeah I love that too I, really I mean that. I think it was the best in terms of like design it was the best bat suit and the best Batman car Batmobile mm. I've ever like that These two were the best. Uh, even though I still think Chris Nolan movies are way, way, way better, but uh, I think the design of the suit and the car was just—I loved them. Okay. The car. All right. So let me tell you like two or three points very quickly without even really elaborating them, and then I'll just wait, wait, leave, before, leave them to no, you. No, before before okay, going wait. to points, why did it a story? Why did you like for, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen? Did you guess the ending? Did you no, no, I didn't so, guess like, the ending. Social and, conscious, it's trying to be yeah. very like so about poverty and stuff. What did you think? And I kind of half understood the end and storyline, but like considering the storyline, like I feel like he was like discovering <laughs> stuff throughout the movie slowly, slowly. That like the yeah, Alfred guy to... could have just told him. Like I feel like the information was all there. Like someone just had to tell him. So he was just like well, figuring was point, out. So that was the that point. Someone could have just told told them the answer. No, no, but that, that was the point. The point was that he was this he was uncovering the truth even about his own family. Right? Yeah, but but the other guy knew everything. Yeah. He could have just told them. Or like knew well, no, but they, and then they didn't uh, like. Yeah, they. I mean, the bad guys knew, but obviously the bad guys are not gonna. No, but know. like Alfred knew a lot about, like at least his, him as it concerned his family and all this. But yeah, like, but why would he tell him? <laughs> like that, like they, they. I mean, that's the point of the story. They were trying to protect him from the truth, but you can't protect people yeah. from the truth. That's it. I guess. But and like did, in the movie, in the Batman the movies. I thought no, no, no. But sorry, and they always deal with small, like petty crimes, kind of. Although it was connected to like a bigger kind of mobster. Kind not of all thing. This is, but yeah, no, the storyline I kind of like half got it. So you actually need to tell me a bit more about the storyline. I didn't really um guess the ending. The final thing that I want to say, a final thing I want to say is that what a coincidence that the movie starts off on Halloween. So then they can have like all these like weird looking people with masks and stuff, which makes it all like look cool. It was like really cool and stuff. But at the same time, what are the chances? Okay, so it's Halloween. It's not- It's not, it wasn't a coincidence, man. The killer timed it. And it's based on a comic book literally called, what was it called? Halloween season or Halloween killer? I forget. I, I read see. it. When I was so it's so so my, it's my ignorance. Comic. Yeah. No, no, but, but what a coincidence that the killer times is. <laughs> the movie. No, but, uh, but I would disagree with that. A lot of people say that shit. And it's true about the comics that, Batman is fighting petty crime, especially in the early comics. But in the movies, especially the Chris Nolan ones, he's mm. pretty much fighting organized crime almost all. Or eh, he's fighting is organized people. crime not petty crime? No, it's no. not, huh? No, it's organized. But it's not state <laughs> crime, you know? It's not like deep state crime. No, I only deal yet. with that kind <laughs> of level. <laughs> only Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> level crime. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a drone involved, I'm not interested. <laughs> But um, I would, uh, in this one, well, the whole thing is, I mean, it just starts with him saying that, you know, even though I've been doing this for two years, the crime is higher than ever. <laughs> And well, the main crime of this story is that it was, but I liked it. I really liked it visually. I thought it was fantastic. Oof, visually I think it's, off the hook. 
off the hook, genuinely. It was like on par with uh, Chris Nolan. And I say that as a huge Chris Nolan sort of um, uh, extremist, mm-hmm. I could argue. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even a centrist on Chris Nolan. But yeah, um, I would say visually fantastic, uh, really uh, good acting, all, all those stuff. The story, I found... First of all, I, a lot of us, there is a lot of, there is this general interpretation, especially in YouTube, that Chris Nolan movies are reactionary and fascistic and conservative. Yeah, I completely disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I would reactionary, actually, uh, fascistic, and what? <laughs> a lot of I mean, it's more, mostly conservative. Yeah. Maybe I'm adding the fascistic <laughs> and reactionary to an extent. But the people argue, and wisecrack people have argued that. I mean, not on their own channel. I think Jared on his own channel that it's a conservative movie and all that. I completely disagree. I, I think it's actually a progressive movie. I would argue it's pro left and all that. Anyway, but this one I think is actually this one has all the this one has the like this the criticism they apply to the Dark Knight trilogy mm. applies to this actually better. But for some reason, this one gets the pass because it has some dialogue about. Uh, you know, revenge is not, you know, at the end, revenge <laughs> is not enough, you know, which is, again, it it's like like half of Batman Begins, like Batman yeah. Begins covers us in like uh, half of like the first movie. So I don't understand. I don't get it. But so I think it's way overblown in terms of people are analyzing it on such. It actually reminds me of sadly. It's a dark version of Marvel movies in that it's mm. trying to address a real situation, trying to address a real life question in a much better way. I would say it's much, much better than Marvel movies. Oh, because, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like... No, man, this was a, anyway. yeah. yeah, Don't yeah. get me wrong. For yeah. someone who's not into these kind of movies too much, not in, too much into superheroes movies and stuff, um, this was a really good one. I mean, if I would have seen this as a kid, I would have... Uh, you know, loved it more yeah. than anything. But even now, yeah, yeah. it's it's realistic. And the whenever your superhero is not a superhero, like as in he's not doesn't have superpowers. Yeah, it does make for like I always found X Men movies extremely problematic because they're like X Men movies are standing for gay and and uh, transsexual and that LGBT community. And you're like, you do know LGBT community are, don't have like better powers than rest of people. Like that is weird when you put it that way. Like, yeah. you know, they in X-Men universe, they are actually better. Like they can live forever and shit. You know, that is yeah. literally physically better. And they're anyway, different than others. Like. Yeah, yeah they're, they're literally, they're like, some of them are actually blue. Like, you know, there is no, as far as I know, they're not gay blue people going around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so with uh, with bad, so it's much more superior to Marvel Marvel movies. But it does share that problem that they're trying to address a real issue. In this case, corruption and corruption, corruption, and the, the whole thing is about the fact that Wayne. I think that's the part you probably missed because the, the Wayne, his father, sets up this fund to mm-hmm. like help clean up the city. But as soon as he dies, the people in the city use that fund to. Uh, uh, to money launder and pay off the go- governmental officials, the maroon, ma- ma- the Italian mobster guy. Yep, yep. And he, he, the other one, they got rid of in their own internal power struggle. So they use that money to do that. So it's mostly about how corruption and how Batman and Riddler and all of these are 
basically products of a corrupt environment, you know? But then at the end, just like Marvel movies, the solution is just like to be a hero, mm. you know? And, uh, you know, which is like, again, Marvel movies, they're like, oh, power. Maybe we need somebody to control power, like governmental control. And then at the end, it's like, oh, you killed my mom. Like, literally, <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. It literally has in the, he killed my mom, so I can't forgive you. So uh, this is just like that as well. It just turns into this. And then they say Dark Knight. Dark Knight is lit- exactly is not about a billionaire saving the world, in my view. It's about how technology can save people mm. because whenever pretty much in every movie he, at the end of the dark knight every dark knight trilogy he cannot defeat the villain with violence mm. he cannot every time he's basically has to resort to technological sort of uh, supremacy and all that but in this one he it is literally like a hero like saving the day and all and yeah and it's all about yeah people need it's amazing it's a really good movie but the ending especially with riddler having youtube followers and kind of implying this oh online toxic place where oh this is growing and all that and they all follow him like cult members and then there is this Standing for, I would argue, standing for AOC, this uh, like a black oh, candidate yeah, yeah, for yeah. mayor or district attorney. Mayor. I forget. No, they're so mayor, provincial in that movie to steal someone's word that yeah, it's it's mayor. And I want to make a point about that after. No, that's the point. Yeah, Batman has always been because you want to contain the story. But, but yeah, that's that. I mean, if that's a fault. That's always been a fault. But yeah, the mayor part is an AOC thing. Just saying, yeah, we need to change things. I've been talking to your family. Like, you know, only if rich people did the charitable yeah. thing. At, in The Dark Knight, like, you know, anybody, he says that like number of times, anybody could be Batman, you know, and at the end, he sort of passes the baton to a, anyway, I'm just saying, I, yeah. I understand the conservative reading of The Dark Knight as well, but I'm so surprised by the fact that they, they put this up juxtapositioning that to that as oh this is so not conservative mm-hmm. and or just you know okay fuck it i'll get to the main mind like in the west man i always find this they are obsessed with character mm. everybody's obsessed with character like it's like i'm sorry but the plot is more but like they don't give a shit if the character like if the character arc follows that rational character growth or whatever yeah. that's far more important than the plot uh, like if the plot doesn't make like Marvel movies where the plot doesn't make mm-hmm. sense at all uh, and fuck off like no plot is more important uh, yeah so I mean they're both important but plot is crucial and in the end uh, the plot sort of falls apart in this as well in my view and it's they kind of whitewash his family thing as well or oh, your dad he didn't know he's gonna go that far when he yeah. called the mobster telling him <laughs> like what did he think he's gonna anyway sorry but, but th- that was, was interesting overall, the... I, I had a lot of fun though like the scenes with the cops for example th- those were fantastic no sorry, the scenes were amazing yeah no the backstory was actually very more and elaborate than anybody else i was actually surprised that you know luke thomas who, who i follow and i like a lot in the mma world but he talks about all the other stuff he said that oh it's movies like, all think... about batman but not bruce wayne he really, he really liked it, but he said the movie's all about Batman and not Bruce Wayne. You barely see Bruce Wayne in it. That, but I he, agree. he had a lot completely. of scenes as, as Bruce Wayne himself, no, and they Bruce, kept on going back to what he was doing. So family. I didn't quite, I didn't quite get that criticism, actually. Well, 
I think maybe, okay, yeah, you're right in a way, but in a different way. First of all, I hate the fact that they did a Spider-Man thing with him that connected his family to crime and, you know, like, oh, everybody, you know, like every criminal in your life was in your childhood, was your best friend. And that has <laughs> happened in Batman comics, which I hate to. Like, no, your enemies can be freaking strangers that have different <laughs> ideas. It doesn't have to be your cousin who's like is still angry because you're still my girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, it's I hate this Spider-Man thingy that I hate no but I I kind of like I don't know it was all Batman Batman is this Batman is the Soul King angry guy right mm. Bruce Wayne is the guy who is always drunk who's pretends to be a womanizer who's always like pretending and you didn't see that and see again that. like this, in these versions I never understand why nobody immediately gets that Bruce Wayne is Batman mm. but in like the Dark Knight again they tried to put an explanation constantly whenever they showed him as bruce wayne in public he was a drunk asshole you know i don't and think they did it even enough there but much better the dark this, knight so. was like the most like serious attempt that anybody have ever seen to try to take like a superhero kind of movie and make it as realistic as possible like cover like all the backstory oh where did he i know that those are part of the comic books and stuff but showing them in the movie oh in a movie where did he learn how to fight and become this oh well he was there oh how come nobody knows that he's batman well bruce wayne is acting like in this way why would you think he's batman so in that movie like looks like they really tried no, no, to make it more as than that realistic I, as possible and more than that it genu- yeah yeah it genuinely showed how it could be possible it, I genuinely think it is the greatest trilogy of mm. movies ever. Like I put it above Godfather or anything. And I know that's a very biased take of mine, but whatever. Hey, it's, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. And I'm going to say yeah. something after actually that relates to that. And yeah, I, I, gen- I, I genuinely think that's, it's, I mean, that's, I always wanted to, and I have actually written a small paper on this, but uh, it was never like for studies or anything. But my argument has always been it's the, the most serious philosophical or at least, I don't know, sociological movie. And it's grappling with the, uh, with the idea of a death of a god that Nietzsche discusses. And sort of Batman or Bruce Wayne is this ideal type figure that he loses his father and mother. Like, doesn't have any beliefs or, you know what I mean? Like, I always viewed it that way. Mm-hmm. So... That's why I always thought it is generally the best. But again, I love this movie too, but it was not like, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't put it in the same level, especially because of the third act. Because I think Chris Nolan Batman movies are the only superhero movies that have the at least courage to follow their conclusions. Mm. The rest don't. The rest at the end just come down to you have to be a better person. Isn't that nice? Be a better person. Yeah, no, those movies are seriously for grown-ups. Now, if you ask me, Batman Begins was a bit, bit boring, um, and slow, so, but like yeah, a lot of people. I appreciate it. But and the Dark Knight Rises, a lot of people. Yeah, a bit that. less, but okay. And I mean, that one had you know performance of the Joker guy in it too, and stuff. No, and Rises. Starts up. Oh, right, that's the third one. Ah, true. Mm. That one had his voice. Oh. <laughs> he had the guy's yeah, voice. Yeah, that's what so I that... did. Oh, you're thinking shadows yes. on your eyes. That kind of made up and covered <laughs> any other issues with that movie. But two points. One, this last Batman movie, I really it was really funny hearing it. So the 
the cat woman yeah she was she wasn't bad girl she was a cat woman she's oh, like she she's like no, no. Be the daughter. but this oh yeah of course but this was really funny so at the end she's talking to batman she's like yeah so what are you gonna do she's like oh, well i'm thinking of going upstate and that just made me laugh so hard in like a batman movie i was like imagining gotham upstate this is such like a funny it's, american it's thing like, like, <laughs> that's like immigrating to america for them it's yeah like, I know. I oh like, i'm gonna go three kilometers over there i was like really wait i really want to see upstate of where gotham's that can you show me that yeah. was really funny uh, uh, it was just uh, so like non-batman yeah i'm gonna Gotham take the highway and go to... <laughs> yeah true so it's yeah so i guess it's new york house. but uh, uh, yeah sure, like, i'm going to texas more freedoms there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Tax cuts. Tax tax. <laughs> New businesses can grow much faster. Yeah. Did you have you have you been listening to Joe Rogan, Batman? Have no, you, no. Vigilantes you do your rounds? are supported. There are more free. <laughs> but man, the yeah, the I must say though, the scenes with like bad. I mean, it could you could clearly see the influence of David Fincher, Chris Nolan. By the way, you could certainly see. There were numerous shots that were like like almost the exact copy of the, mm-hmm. especially Batman Begins. I found that surprising. Then uh, I found some of the scenes with the cops uh, sort of Serpico-like. I don't know if you ever watched Serpico with mm-hmm. Al Pacino. Nah, it's great 1970s Sidney Lumet movie. I mean, the atmosphere, the scene where he's running away from the cops after, you know, he punches uh, Gordon when yeah. they follow him and he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I was just like that yeah. in my cheese. The cops going, all of them sort of fat Irish looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> it was just so good. It was, no. yeah, this, the, the, the cinematography. Like that's, I'm Off must the say, hook. The cinematography I can, was even if the off plot, the hook. Exactly. Even if the plot or characters of this type of cinematography is shit, I just find this type of thing so aesthetically pleasing. But I thought you weren't and too into that. I'm surprised that you liked it. Aesthetic? I, I yeah, like yeah. The, which... No, because sometimes you say, "Oh, like you know, they're they sh- they're like you know they're shooting something for no reason or showing it and all that, like you know, videography and that kind of stuff." I thought you didn't love that kind of stuff too much, you know, like them showing like a no, building. No, I, I I like. I like, no, for example, if you pay attention, for example, I saw this, I all remember, if you look at the average shot duration for Chris it Nolan sh- movie, oh. it's, it's very short. This exactly. one was short too, though, no? This I one, felt- exactly, again, very short. No, these are the movies I'm saying, like the dark aesthetic. Yeah. I like, I hate it when you have a movie like Green Knight. I liked, I liked it overall. I love the aesthetics, but you have shots that are 30 seconds long yeah. and you can have that, but you have, to, you have to have that in the beginning of the movie or beginning of a scene when mm-hmm. you're easing the audience in. Like if you, uh, like Chris Nolan, The Dark Knight Rises, the shots in the beginning, the beginning, beginning with the airplane thingy, the shots are like, it starts like 10, 20 seconds long, you know, a long shot of the field of the uh, wheat or whatever it is, grass, all right? And then it gets, you know, then it gets slower. I hate when they they like show you a shot and it's like five minutes of just So you don't like that kind going... of cinematography? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, the... I, cuts are very, yeah, I cuts see. are Got really you. crucial. Fair enough. Uh, my last... Sorry, I feel like I went on a no, 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 no. rant no, no, about... No. Like some really <laughs> my last point that I wanted to bring up, man, is that that kind of music, right? 
that's Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan that brought that kind of music Hans with Zimmer, Batman really, Begins. Yeah, oh, was yeah. there song before? With Inception, Chris- really. With, oh, the, yeah. with Batman Begins, it started with Inception. It went full gear. Yeah, and yeah, there's still right. it's still like the like top of the line kind of music. No, like movies like it's parodied still, a lot. St- oh, it's parodied uh, a lot. Trailers. Yeah, uh, yeah. People make fun of it a lot, but, but it's also taken it's seriously. Done good, yeah, yeah, it's taken when it's done good like this one, but like some p- times it's not done as well, like um, in Godzilla, for mm. example, or the, that yeah, Godzilla is not too bad actually, but some movies really do it badly. But yeah, but but it became a it became a tradition. This type it's of amazing. music, I love. And it. Uh, shout out to somebody who's way he, it's huge on YouTube. Zach Hemsey is the original guy who did the music that is used i think it's called mind heist is used on inception trailer the, that but it became a sort of thing it's kind of hans zimmer this idea of giving pauses and then dropping mm. music or mixing different type of instruments and you see it with just oh in justice league it's done as well like okay, I haven't seen that. which i think is inferior to this this was a great one this the music for this was yeah. really good one. surreal man and the rain, the rain just mm, added oof. so much tensity. The yeah. car chase, the car chase. Since, um, what's his name? God, the famous uh, Franken. I want to say Frankenstein, yeah. but it's not Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Fink, Finkel? No, not Finkelstein. Uh-huh. Jesus. There is a famous direct, Fritz, Fritz something. William Fritz. He did French Connection and stuff. It, it was really oh, yeah, good. Definitely really good car chases it's not it's not frankenstein i don't know i don't know oh i thought oh, have, have i seen no 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 have you seen a Fr- french connection no gene hackman really old movie I, yeah probably yeah. sounds familiar but no i mean the name yeah. but i think that's also like a brand or something french connection <laughs> Yeah, it's a brand, but it's it's sort of came out. But it's originally refers to the French Connection was the route that uh, American government used uh, to uh, uh, smuggle drug heroin, I believe, from France and Europe. Uh, Corsican Corsican uh, mafia used it to uh, smuggle drugs to America. I see. Like okay. that's like before you know this is before Vietnam. Like you know because Vietnam was in the hands of the French before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, America. Of course, I see. I see. Okay, very nice. Anything else you want to talk about? The mention about the movie, Batman. No, I, I, I'm, just, I, yeah, I feel like, what? I feel like I need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, that was nothing for you. <laughs> that was weird. But okay, folks, please like and subscribe, and let's that get was the nothing re- for you. <laughs> <laughs> and let's get the real party started. All right, Sam, let's get into this one viewer comment that you wanted to <laughs> respond to. So I'll let you read it and also respond to it. Maybe you should read it. Okay. So MCEMC, which is one of our, uh, definitely one of our relatively regular viewers, I think. I've definitely seen him or her comment. Really? I believe. Oh, okay. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> quote. So there's a quote from Sam. In the 1930s, like everybody in Europe was killing Jews. And MC said, very nuanced take, Sam. Dot, 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 dot. So, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, bit, I... was a bit nuanced, actually. If you Is it? Was it really? I don't know. I but, mean, I'm guessing yeah, I Jews were per- persecuted not only by by Germans, right? For like long parts um, in European yeah, history. That's how I took it as a 
you know, that's how I took it. Yeah. yeah. You're kind. But yeah, <laughs> you're too kind. No, it wasn't a very nuanced take, I must say. I mean, yeah, but my point was that I was trying to make the point that, yeah, it was far more widespread than just Germans made it goddamn systematic and a state led, and it was like Medicare for all of like genocides. Mm. It was just like, we do, yeah, it was, you know, it was crazy. But yeah, it was more widespread. Yeah, definitely uh, was awful. And um, my point was like Eddie Izzard has this bit in his comedy that, you know, that, for example, whenever dictators are killing their own people, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they start invading other countries, he has this great bit. He's like, you know, first Nazis and Germans started killing their own people. And we're like, oh. Thank, well done. We've been trying to kill you for many years. You're doing it yourself. Go ahead. Well done. Fantastic. But then they start invading other people. And, you know, you can't put up with that. You know, you, you have to stop that. So, you know, the, you know, let's this idea of moralizing too much about World War II is wrong because Britain opposed Germany because that was a longstanding British policy of not allowing any European power to become the mm -hmm. dominant power. And America opposed Germany because it could have potentially become a, 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 a rival at global stage, but more likely and later on because Soviet Union would have probably uh, defeated them and taken over whole of Europe as a result. So America didn't want that. To, so moralizing too, that's what I meant. But yeah, I... I need to grow as a person and become a bit more nuanced. I, I really, I, I, my, in my imagination, I'm one of these nuanced professors who's saying really like, oh, but if you look at it from this angle, but in reality, I'm just some asshole in the corner of a street. They're all coming for us. And the end is nice. The end is nice. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm trying. So yeah, very good comments. I must say, I have to admit, very good comments. Okay. Whatever. I'm not hurt or anything at all for somebody all right. noticing my flaws. Okay, okay. No, and I'm glad you took that. And we like... ban people from our... <laughs> <laughs> no, but people I can't think of... I can't think of a single person who's left a comment that I thought, like, this person should be banned or anything. Like, on our channel, literally 90% of the comments are um, supportive. supportive. Five to like nine nine percent are like constructively critical, and then there's like the zero point zero one percent that is like maybe not supportive or critical. <laughs> They're not even the bad. Worst, They're like the yeah, yeah. The worst like, we got was like a joke about, about yeah. our looks. <laughs> yeah, that's like literally no, the worst yeah. thing. Like, isn't his hair funny? Ha! Huh? And then we are like, yeah, it is. And they're like, oh, good. We thought so too. <laughs> yeah. I remember once someone wrote like, nobody should listen to these. They didn't say bozos, but something like that they're like no one should listen to these two bozos. They like burn down the the house or the earth, something like that. And they were just saying something like that. That's oh, like really? one I can think of. In one time, somebody said, "You preach cynicism," which mm -hmm. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You're right." <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, I mean, look, that's the thing, like the, the hecklers we get are like, you are a cynic, man. Like, it's not <laughs> even like it's dark. Yes, it's not even like bad. Like that's Comma, why with all due stuff. respect. <laughs> yeah, with all due respect, nothing, 
it's not an ad hominem attack of characterizing your idea <laughs> okay thank you sir <laughs> it's like and uh, i love uh, you know what i hate actually we didn't assert this earlier just because everybody was like you know social media it's successful of people attack as soon as you go on you get attacked yeah. like 90% of shit we get is just so nice it's almost like really like i'm pretty sure yeah. that's like i'm not that <laughs> no 100% like, yeah. man maybe twitter i mean twitter is the place where like you look under the tweets like in crazy. the comments and even What, that jeng tweets Yeah, not even that. And the, those ones have, you know, some people say some weird stuff, but that's like at most, really. The only, like, I must say, the only time I've seen really like shitty, like the the part they say is toxic about, like, was when super famous movie actresses suddenly come, like the I told you, I think about Ghost Female Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. which was an unfunny, awful movie, but the way they were attacked and stuff mm-hmm. was just. That was like okay, yeah, I saw no. that. But besides that, yeah, yeah. like again, most people because most people are they, if they don't like something, just they don't watch yeah. it anymore. They don't, they're they don't they're not like us going back and back and back <laughs> to CNN and Guardian. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's move on to some of these progressive tweets that I got for us, Sam. A, a few small ones so the first one is from david sarada before i read it there's not much happening but i wanted to make it part of a trend but i i accidentally deleted the first tweet that i believe he had deleted as well like he replied to someone's comment and and i as soon as i opened twitter he had just done it he replied to someone's comment and he was like oh fuck you or something he was all pissed off and i, and I thought i took Maybe a screenshot Um, yeah, although, and I thought it was, and I thought, you know, it was, I'd taken the screenshot, but I hadn't. So I don't have that one, unfortunately. And he deleted it right away. And the reason I found that is I tried to like it. It didn't have any likes, but it said that this tweet is no longer here, but I messed up. But okay, yeah, let's get to this one that I still have here. I worked at APAC for a few months after graduating college. It's a terrible organization that is ruining the world. For those ready to tweet that I'm anti-Semitic, I'm Jewish. Fuck you. <laughs> So yeah, answering your question is David Serrano, but I wanted to make this part of a, um, you know, show one or two tweets that he was flipping out and saying, fuck you and stuff, but unfortunately he's I don't have the other one. He's more hardcore. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I, I think he's, he's the most, he's the nicest man who's, like, I gen, like he seems to be, a, like, he genuinely seems like coming from a good place mm-hmm. still trying to work within a system type thing so i quite like him and even on forced the vote i know he gets a lot of shit on the forced the vote but i feel like all he did in the forced the vote was saying that we should even ask for more so mm. you know and i love his movie don't look up so you know but uh yeah man i pack is i mean it's been a majority of jewish people in america according to most polls so take that with a grain of salt, but according to most reports and according for, to most anecdotal evidence, majority of Jewish people in America are not the most hardcore supporters of Israel. They do support mm-hmm. the existence of a state of Israel, uh, but they don't support its expansion and its illegal activities in the West Bank and Spot Gaza. Up, yeah. And therefore, majority of the money for the IPAC comes from Christian rights, evangelicals, or extreme minority in America who pretty much wants to watch the whole world 
burned down because they believe apocalypse happens when the Jewish people own the uh, Jerusalem or something. I, I'm not quite ex sure. So, you know, it is just sad that, like, uh, first of all, I, I, I hate the fact that, first of all, Jewish people, a lot of people, especially outside of America, I would imagine in America, probably people know better, think that all Jewish people are like supporters of, you know, yeah. everything that Israel does. That's anti-Semitic. So I think so. And Katie Halper, who's another Jewish person, argues that that's anti-Semitic. Uh, so, you know, by the way, there's plenty of Jews in Iran. One of our uh, close neighbors, close friends, family friends, basically. So Jewish. Yeah, I mean, you always and, hear you know, that stat about how Iran has like the second highest number of 